Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. And now, the Outriders. How's it going, Outriders? Matt, Dan, no Jeff this week, but we've brought in a magical elf to fill in his seat. Hey, how's it going, John? I'm too hairy to be an elf. Uh, you could be a half-elf. About that work. with yeah. like half, some sweet facial hair? Half-elf, half-wookie. Yeah, <laughs> half-orc, you know. We didn't say which half, but how's it going, dude? Oh, it's good, man. It's good to be back. Yeah. It's uh, been a long quarantine. It has been. Yeah, I mean, oh, man, that basically, that's when you kind of... It was right after LVL. Back and, yeah. yeah, Yeah, man, it's been... It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it then again, it seems like it's been forever, too. No, it feels like it's been forever, but looking back, LVO was only in, what, end of January? And it still wow. feels like... <laughs> yeah. World's a little bit different place now, huh? Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit different. A lot, lot of a lot of strange stuff going on, but uh, we're really glad to have you here, man. And uh, is everything going well? Catch, catch, what's been going on in John's life? Here? Oh, man. So, um, for those of you guys who remember when I was back on the show before, uh, my girlfriend was living in Italy. Well, she's living here now, so... Uh, we're in the process of buying a house here in Vegas. Aww. Yeah, so that's sweet domestic bliss. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, of course, I've been going through a lot of the same things everyone else has been going through with, uh, you know, quarantining and doing a lot of paint projects, not as many games, unfortunately, but... Uh, I mean, it sounds like you're at a very tumultuous time in your life right now, <laughs> other than, you know, what do I need to paint this week for Matt? Well, by yeah. the way, I've got some stuff you need to paint. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll get we'll talk about that later with the uh, the new AAT. Oh, I'm, man. I'm excited to, to paint that. Wait, up. is that new? Is that still technically new? I guess it is. Eh, I mean, new to us. Yeah, new to us. That's for sure. But uh, I, I mean, I felt like we were right on the cusp of getting that before I left the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure it was like, yeah, any day now, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. A couple pushbacks, but uh, how how you doing, Dan? Not bad. We had a great game today. We'll talk about that a little bit. Oh, later. yeah. We did have, well, we had a game. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great that we got to play it. Yes. That, that, <laughs> so technically, yes. it was a great game. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't played a game since since LVO. And just yeah. watching the game you guys were playing, I was like, oh, wow, there's lots of things that I don't recognize in this game right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, some of the features was we got to play with the AT. We played uh, the new supply pack. So that was cool. Yeah, and, and I had Iden on the table, of course. And you so. actually had her on the table. Well, for a yes, while. You, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's okay. She'll survive the game one of these days. One of these days. Oh, spoilers, wait. But anyways, uh, we did want to take a moment because there is so much kind of craziness going on in the world, and especially in the United States. So since John is here, and he is actually our official public affairs officer here, <laughs> we're, we're going to just address some stuff real quick. So... You know, one of the things that I think that gamers, you know, tend to overlook sometimes is we, overall, I would say, are a very homogenous community. Uh, we have a lot of of straight white men that that tend to show up at LVO. This show, I think, it's three for and, three represented on the show right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and while I've had some some great games against female gamers, um, you know, people of of other ethnicities, people from other countries. Um, you know, you, you tend to see the same kind of people. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes we tend to be a little bit of an echo chamber. Um, you, you tend to hear some of the same things. And mm-hmm. I think that one thing growing up in a small community, which was, you know, fairly white Christian, um, you know, you, you didn't have a lot of exposure to other cultures. And 
I think joining the military, and I'm, I'm sure you probably can echo the same sentiment, Matt, was you were exposed to a, a whole new, like, whole new experience, experience of different cultures. Sure. You know, you had people from all over the country, oh, all yeah. different nationalities, races, and, you know, sexual orientations. My, my, my very first roommate and very good friend of mine was from Ecuador and barely spoke any English. And really? Yeah, we got to learn a lot from each other really quickly. Yeah, and that's, and that's an experience that I think that, that I cherish that, you know, a lot of us going to the military, you know, take advantage of. But I think sometimes people who don't necessarily get out and, and talk to people of other cultures, we kind of tend to um, be myopic about how our experiences are. Yeah, yeah, because there are experiences, you know. Exactly. Uh, sure. Yeah, so I think with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and the things that we were seeing with these protests, um, you know, growing up, I didn't have any, you know, fear of reprisal or, or, or any issues with, with police. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 got a lot, I got a lot of trouble when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. Nothing really serious, but, you know, we would do shenanigans and you know, get, get, get pulled over. No. And, oh, yeah, many times. But, you know, that's, that's stupid stuff that you see in, like, Leave it to Beaver or whatever, you know? Uh, oh, I see. And I, So literally shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans, okay, you okay. know, like... Nothing that's going to incriminate you later. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was things where, you know, the, the, the police would pull us over or the police would, you know, catch us and they would talk to us or call our parents and drive us home. Wow. And, you know, talking to them with some of my friends in the military who were African-American, um, who grew up in a different setting. And, you know, when I tell stories like that, they would, they would shocked and say, like, if that had happened to me, if I had done those things as a kid, um... I would have been arrested. I would have a criminal record, you know, or worse. And I I, I was a little bit incredulous at first when I I heard that. And I kind of thought to myself, like, you know, my experience isn't true to everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, with with Black Black Lives Matter, whether or not it's something that you necessarily have seen in your own day-to-day life, that doesn't mean that other people haven't struggled with it. Mm -hmm. And I just think that, you know, you don't have to be out there protesting. You don't have to make a statement of your own, and, or but just be empathetic. You yeah. know, try to understand where other people are coming from, and that goes, and that's both sides of the spectrum. You know. Yeah, that's something I really try to remember in my day to day life. Um, Pat Oswalt uh, has gone out and said this, basically from his wife that passed away. One of her things, and I love to pass this on too, is you know, life is chaos. Be kind. Mm-hmm. You know, in this case, be empathetic. Be willing to talk and listen to other people and their points of views because it may not be the same as your own like i mean here we are sharing your your stories i was pretty straight laced as a kid so i didn't have much interaction other than when my boy scout troop went down to the uh, police station (laughs) to go and we got warned not to look at the police dogs in the eyes and that was the scariest thing i'd ever had to go through (laughs) absolutely and it's you know everyone's experience changes and Talk, you know, if you get the chance, if you, you know, meet somebody who had a different experience growing up, talk with them, you know, learn their story, mm. um, find out how their experiences have shaped who they are as a person. And I think that's the biggest way that we can kind of grow yeah. um, just as a, soci- as a society. Absolutely. You know, and I, I'll be honest, I, I've unplugged myself from Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah, you actually went hardcore. I, I've definitely pruned down my list. It's mostly... Well, our, our own little echo chamber and, you know, family. Yeah. And I 
I try not to dwell too much on on the horribleness that uh, can really come across that stuff. But you know, there is out there, and there's people fighting to be heard in that uh, kind of societal change, and it, it is important. Yeah. So, without you know dwelling any further into that, yeah, so, um, I just think that uh, as stereotypical as it might sound, love each other. You know, yeah. just try to show empathy towards one another. Try to give each other the benefit of the doubt. Talk, listen, most importantly, listen to each yeah. other. But anyways, thank you very much, John. And uh, yeah, and hopefully this resonates with some some of the audience out there. Mm-hmm. But we are an entertainment podcast. We're here to talk about little plastic toys and Star Wars and Bang Bang. So let's uh, go ahead and move on. Lighten the tone up a little bit again. Now it's my turn to listen because... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You've been a little bit out of it, yeah. but uh, that's fine. You can you can just be your charming self. Uh, we do have quite a bit of Star Wars news. Yeah, Legion news? Some Legion. Star Wars news. Some Legion okay. news, but a lot of Star Wars news. Actually. Dan, let's kick it on over, bud. Yeah, so uh, that uh, kind of kids game show, uh, Jedi Temple Challenge. Have you out. seen that, John? No. Because this... I think you would be absolutely into this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you said kids game show and Jedi Temple Challenge, so I'm, I'm picturing like a Star Wars Legend of the Hidden Temple. Uh, pretty much Bang. on the nose. Oh, yeah. on the nose. <laughs> I'm so here yeah. for this. Yeah. Tell me so, more. No, uh, the first two episodes have come out. Uh, it's, on, it's available for free on Star Wars Kids YouTube. So anyone okay. can watch it. There's no Disney Plus subscription or anything like that. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, it is essentially Legends of the Hidden Temple with Star Wars. And uh, how do they get the kids to use the Force powers? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I haven't seen any yet. I'm probably going to go watch uh, them they, later. They've got um, kind of two. Well, there's three challenges every, and they whittle down from three teams down to one. Um, and they go from you know physical challenges to kind of trivia and, oh. and lore challenges to. Um, and yeah, I've watched one episode. I haven't watched a second episode. When's, yet, when's but... the adult episode going on? And can we build a team for oh, it? Oh God, I... <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Like, what's the, what's the age limit? Yeah, I'd love to try this, but I'm just looking at those obstacle challenges and be like, I'd be like wheezing at this. <laughs> and uh, we've got little Johnny here with us on the stage. He's six foot seven and he's, has a beard. How how old are you again? I have a pituitary problem. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, that's very insensitive. <laughs> Which is funny. Some of the physical challenges are like they had one where they were using a trampoline to jump to grab high things. I think you'd just reach up and <laughs> <laughs> done, done. Yeah. Actually, I think this, this actually might be just as fun doing a grown adult Star Wars fan challenge. Like have this be something set up at like Star Wars Celebration. Oh and man, that'd be <laughs> so great. I want to see um, people in like the full Mandalorian armors trying to do this stuff. Oh, so you know at the end of Legend of the Hidden Temple, like one of the uh, as they're going through the temple, they've got the temple guards that come out to chase them okay do the kids get chased by anakin <laughs> that would be fun uh, that would be fantastic it's hayden christensen here he comes uh we did forget to mention though it is hosted by ahmed best oh okay uh, who played of course jar jar in the yeah. prequels oh that's oh, so, good okay yeah. cool so it's good that he's back into the yeah. into all this well i guess he's been directing uh i actually got to see a little bit of him last year at uh, star wars celebration but he's been staying busy he, he moved part past that dark part in his life and uh, i'm glad he's involved in this sounds like it'd be perfect for him yeah. nice so definitely ch- check it out on uh, the star wars kids youtube channel uh some book news um a little bit of bad news, unfortunately, the High Republic launch, yeah. which was supposed to come out at Celebration this year, uh, unfortunately got bumped back to January of 21. And I'm reading into that, that there's going to be a lot of stuff that's scheduled for Celebration that's going to be bumped because we'll see, I guess. Yeah, but um, one good news on the book front, the th- next Thrawn novel 
uh, Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising actually had its date moved up one month hey, to oh, September really 1st. Good. So a little, little shifting around of dates on there. Um, and I talked about this last, last podcast. I was actually asking for this. I don't know if you remember, Matt. I said, where is the Empire Strikes Back certain point of view? Oh, you did. They announced it. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Uh, so the they did, uh, on every 40th anniversary of a movie so far, they did A New Hope. Oh, yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. Uh, They released a collection of 40 short stories of okay. ancillary and background characters and their perspectives on the events of oh, the movies. Awesome. The space janitor on the yeah. Death Star. Now we'll have his voice heard. <laughs> uh, so like, yes, the guy who, the gunnery officer who didn't shoot the escape pod, he has oh. a story. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, paying by the laser actually, blast? Actually, <laughs> his story, I did love his quite well. It's him and a data entry officer doing cr uh, creative paperwork to, so that he wouldn't get blamed for not shooting. <laughs> oh, I, really? So it, I know it sounds very dry in service, but the story is actually hilarious. That actually does sound really good. It's like, how are we going to word this so I don't get choked to death for letting the join? <laughs> I could have ended the rebellion right here. <laughs> uh, but they had Admiral Mahdi, the Mm -hmm. The admiral in the in the um, conference room who got choked by Vader. Mm -hmm. uh, they have one of his stories is him filing an HR complaint. Oh no way! Vader, release him. Yeah, <laughs> and other things like all the the side rebel pilots, the ground crew. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's fun. That's cool. A lot of people in the cantina. So there's going to be a, a lot of great potential for fun little stories. It's not a, like a serious story. Like you're going to get some crazy lore out of it, but it's a fun book, and I'm glad they're doing it. Uh, let's see. A little bit of Mando news. I know most of the uh, Mandalorian Season 2 stuff has already been said. I but think we know most of the... I mean, gosh, this is going to be a huge cast again this yeah, year. Yeah, which I'm, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive on because they're either going to be, you know, all these big names are going to show up for, like, a cameo. Yeah. Or they're going to overpower the show. So are we getting too many people? I don't know. I guess we'll no. find out. Yeah. But I think they did a great job in the first season of just, you know, giving people a few, you know, one episode to, to kind of shine and then fade back out in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, did never yeah. expect to hear myself say, is that Bill Flippin' Burr? <laughs> <laughs> it is! <laughs> where, where, where did he come from? <laughs> uh, but the last report I heard was um, Pedro Pascal, of course, the Mando himself, uh, is going to spend more time in armor in front of the camera. Hmm. I don't know if many people know this, but a lot of production like that, where the character has face concealing or an armor or helmet or yeah. whatever it's not usually that actor in there oh they actually talked about this in that little uh, behind the scenes thing because there was basically three mandos there was pedro pascal and then there was the guy that did like the the kung fu fighting and whatnot or teres kasi or yeah, whatever, what were... have you and then they had a guy that actually did like gunslinger tricks oh so yeah. like and they would the fill in gunslinger mando and yeah kung yeah. fu grip mando yeah. <laughs> Collect them all now. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, productions actually love when main characters don't have a visible face because they can literally just... They pay, obviously, the actor less to just sit yeah. in a recording booth. And if they find lines that don't work, they just go back to recording booth and redub it. Like, yeah. they don't have to reshoot shots. It's yeah. It's it's production-wise, logistically, a lot easier. So We're not having to that. sync your audio to your lip movements. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, But according to this report coming out, he's going to be spending more time in the armor in front of the camera. So speculation is a lot more helmetless scenes. Maybe he'll, it'll be his oh. actual face. Huh? Hmm. Huh. I don't uh, know. I hope that they haven't delayed production too much. With... No, no. It's been stated it's full on track, mostly oh. done, ready for October, no delays. Awesome. Good so deal. They, I mean, they just started shooting again in California, I think, uh, just a couple days ago. Did you hear about that? I did, yeah. So are, are they shooting this in California, though? I don't know. I 
Did I you think look that it up? Is. No, actually, uh, I'm trying to think backwards. I think it's yeah. I think it is because I'm pretty sure they're near the the Lucas Ranch and all that kind okay. of stuff that they're Skywalker Ranch because they're right there. God, man, I I don't know. I'll have to go look. All right. I, I think yeah. it is, but I'll, I'll go, don't I'll hold go me fact to check. It. Yeah, Continue yeah. as you were. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just announced yesterday, or well, leaked, well, leaked yesterday, yesterday yeah. uh, EA's next Star Wars game, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, uh, was leaked on Xbox. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then shortly tweeted after the cat was out of the bag, the developer came out and said, oh, no, this is the next project. <laughs> this I am, I am Schrodinger's X-Wing pilot right now because... Oh, yeah. I'm so prepared to be excited for this, but I know I'm going to be let down. Yeah. But I'm not letting my that damp my spirits. But yeah, it's supposed to be 8 a.m. Monday, so maybe about the time you're hearing this, yep. they'll be doing that. So yeah, 8 a.m. Pacific time, Monday, uh, the June 15th, uh, they've announced that they will have a reveal trailer. And then later on in the week, June 18th, uh, EA is doing their next conference, EA Play, of which mm. they'll spell out all the details okay. on it. So. Uh, cautiously optimistic. I'm just hoping that they aren't copy pasting all the flight sections of Battlefront 2. That is my biggest game. fear. If yeah. they just do a lift from that. Did you play Battlefront at all? I don't think you did. did I played you know? a little bit of yeah. Battlefront the first Did you get to one. the space sections? Um, yeah, briefly. Yeah, yeah, I found them infuriating, but that's somebody who like spends a good portion of their streaming career playing space fighter sims like i if if this it, hey can i use my flight stick can i use my hodis can i do all that stuff i <laughs> well, am so down the the uh developers have sent a couple tweets of little details they did announce it will be on both consoles and pc yeah so you so should be able to use your flight cautiously on optimistic uh, there they did announce that it will have vr support oh so that i don't know if, Time to bust the rift out again? Yeah, I did. Oh, no, I think it was only on the consoles, like the, the PlayStation oh, VR okay, uh, for Battlefront 2 uh-huh. had that had a little VR mission. Oh, did they? I yeah. didn't even know. Uh, but I don't think it came to the PC. I, okay. I, I have to look into that. Uh, but uh, interesting thing, fall 2020 release. So really soon. Yeah. Which is Man, considering has been working that. Uh, I bet they started kicking the high gear when Disney was about to like yoink their license. Was that last year, year before? Uh, well, no, this... the license for EA is through yeah. 2023 currently. Okay. So this is the first Star Wars title they've done since the Fallen Order, uh, Fallen Order which right? was late night of 2019. Yeah, so this is actually the now. quickest turnaround for a Star Wars game from EA because Battlefront to Battlefront 2 to oh, Fallen Order had I mean, they've been, multiple years. They've been before. sitting on the property. It's it's horrible. Well, it's, a different, it's a different production studio, though, correct? It's So Daniel uh, it's, was yeah, just telling me. Uh, it's EA Motive is specifically doing this. And um, EA, of course, they part out the games to different studios for different sections of the game. Motive, the last Star Wars-related thing they did, was the single-player campaign for Battlefront 2. Which was okay. Which was okay, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and one of the uh, developers did tweet that the single player of this game, Squadrons, uh, will be a few hours long. So temper your expectations. It's mostly a multiplayer. It's going to be multi- again, mostly no. multiplayer. Yeah, I, and that's what's got me scared that it's going to be just, like you said, a lift from the Battlefront 2 content. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I would love if they did a, you know, a high-res modern oh, X-Wing TIE Fighter. Oh. I, I would buy a dual-stick HOTAS. I, I would probably invest in VR. But it's probably just going to be... We'll see. I guess so. we have more information to come, so we'll, we'll see, I guess. Yep. And uh, speaking of celebration, um, there is a lot of rumors and rumblings they may cancel it, but as yeah. of recording, officially it's still on for August. So hopefully uh, we'll still get celebration and all the uh, announcements for that, but 
I'm guessing worst case, if they do cancel it, it'll go. I'm hoping this will be, if they don't cancel it, that I'll be able to spin this into an excuse like, Holly, I need to, my wife, I need to have a full mask so we don't get the Rona or spread it. (laughs) So I need to have the, the full Stormtrooper armor, you know, for safety. Yeah, I feel like you know if, if any group is going to yeah. abide by the uh, the mask recommendations, uh-huh. it's Star Wars cosplayers. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, it's 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 for your safety and my own. So I need to have this stormtrooper armor now. So and the fact that you're gonna wear it probably every other day of your you know um, existence. I mean, it's it's practical as well as comfortable <laughs> and you know very protective. So it's, it's I mean, no more grease splatter from the stove. <laughs> Uh, it washes so easy. On the uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll finally get into some related uh, Legion news. Uh, fortunately, Nova uh, yeah. in East Coast was canceled, uh, which makes sense. I mean, given mm-hmm. the current state of everything going on right yeah. now, uh, uh, LJ has been putting out for LVO for next yes. year, though. So, so. currently, uh, LVO uh, 2021 dates mm-hmm. we got them officially announced uh, January 29th to 31st. So, anyone coming out here to Vegas. Uh, definitely swing by, say hi, hug. Is there a chance oh, that nice. that LVO may have been the last gaming convention, yeah, and we'll then be we'll be the next one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you managed to do that, LJ, but <laughs> masterfully done. That's no, some Game of, Game of Thrones stuff, you know, right, yeah. <laughs> the earlier seasons. <laughs> no, but we're excited for it, and we're, we're excited to see everyone come out. Nice. Anything else to wrap up on that? Well, The Mandalorian uh, was actually filmed in El Segundo, California. So there you go. There you go. It was yeah, California. California. Okay, El Segundo. That's nice. But anyways, uh, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got uh, we've actually got a little bit of a product review for Six Plus Industries and our, our good friend Keegan. Uh, we're going to talk about our game and uh, catch up on the Patreon stuff. Anything else I missed there? I think that's, that's most of it. That's it? Yeah. yeah? Okay. We'll be right back, guys. You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders. Dan, me, that's Matt. And John, here we are, back back again. So, (laughs) yay. Uh, Very excited things going on. So we got our game to talk about. I do want to talk about uh we got we got a product review it's been a little bit while since we've done this honestly it was uh, yeah probably a couple of years we did some terrain early on in the show but uh keegan from six plus reached out he's a good friend of ours i mean really hell of a guy and uh, i would say i would love to at least throw you a shout out but he sent us a little product samples the thing that they're doing is i think the main thing they're uh selling is like little mine tokens little plastic ones and you can get them as pre-paints or as just uh, blank ones for not not a bad price. But uh, I wanted to kind of review the quality. So he sent us a couple of different sample packs of the ones of uh, desert terrain and, and snow and all that. And I think it's pretty good. Definitely a lot better than those little cardboard tokens. Not getting these mixed up. And with uh, they sell both the pre-painted and the, the blank ones, as I said. So you can kind of match to your terrain you're on. So they're pretty cool. I, I like them. Yeah, I definitely. I'm not somebody who goes out and buys the you know plastic versions of all the tokens for everything. Yeah. But for these, I really like them because they they add a sense of realism to the to the game. You know, you know instead of having a little cardboard piece that's supposed to represent it, you actually have a mine that's 
in the sh- in the shape and size mm-hmm. for gameplay. So yeah, yeah, I like and them. yeah, for yeah, like I think it was eight bucks, and they come pre-magnetized, which is nice if you got a little magnet tray, I guess. What else would you use the magnet for? I don't know, just popping it on there. Well, for, yeah, for, it's for yeah. the ma- all the magnetized trays. All the magnetized there. trays. Yeah, yeah, yeah that and makes sense. So it's a nice little uh, touch for that. Yeah. Uh, also got some little transparent silhouettes. I mean, everybody wants silhouettes now. I think there's a bunch of different places you can yeah, get them. I'm but... waiting for the official FFG silhouette expansion pack. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but no, these are uh, looks like they're resin 3D printed. Um, and as someone who also 3D prints, these are actually very very good quality. Uh, I believe the mine tokens were also resin 3D printed. Is that? Oh, is that right? I thought, I think, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're probably. I mean, they yeah. did their little logo on the back. I just assumed mm-hmm. that they were resin cast. You know, for me, so. like, I definitely would, would paint them up and, you know, make them look like oh, they yeah. would fit my particular, like, battlefield mat. But for somebody like you, Matt, who either outsources all of their labor <laughs> or, or just doesn't, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be bothered to paint, uh, they actually sell ones that are uh, set to different, you know, different mat size or um, settings. So they got one that's like a desert with uh, some, you know, wasteland grass tufts on there they've got an urban setting one looks like they've got a yeah. uh, snow one as well yeah yeah uh and I'll, i'm sure they'll probably add some more but uh, uh i would need to make my own for like geonosian you know the dirt for my droids and uh i think the the coolest thing though that i really like is they have a little uh, holograph thing with the batteries and a little electronics so it's got like a little hologram Wanted poster of what is that Akbar? Yep, and it is uh, in the it, same dimensions as a silhouette, so it could be used as a silhouette as well. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's my favorite piece because I mean, who, oh, doesn't, who doesn't want a hologram of Admiral Akbar on their table? Well, yeah, not yeah. just for terrain, but it is, functional. and it lights up yeah. and everything. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Thanks for sending those out, Keegs. I appreciate it. Is it cool if we call you Keegs? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sixupsupply.com uh, with the six number six in there. But anyways, we'll probably put something in the show notes. But uh, yeah, give them, check them out. Friends of the show, all that kind of stuff. But anyways, one of the most important things that we used for the silhouettes today was our game where yes. we went mano a mano. Mm-hmm. And we finally... Man to droid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally got a hold of oh, your tank and vital assets. And Iden, and I'm just so glad that we're finally able to put hands on this. And the great thing was, John showed up before the show, and he built the AAT for me while I was using the giant pie plate on the table. So, <laughs> yeah. I okay. Let me let's talk about the list. Wow, that tank though. Okay, so it's a tank, and then everything else. It doesn't matter. No, it, no. The AAT, uh, I really enjoyed it, but it was uh, grievous. You know how I usually keep them kitted out with uh, force push. Um, Dooku. Sorry, I played Grievous last time. Dooku. <laughs> man. Force reflexes. Uh, we had force push, aggressive tactics, and force reflexes. And that's Only kinda... one quarter of the lightsabers. Wait, what? He only has one fourth of the lightsabers. Oh, of, of Gr- well, I've got my Grievous with a gun, so he's got <laughs> the exact same number of Grievous, actually. So. Uh, and then I, I realized afterwards, so then I had like five B1s, one B2, and uh, they were kitted out. A lot of E5Cs in there and uh, some and HQ up ranks. Evil Rad Cannon. Yeah, and, and a Rad Cannon, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, and then the B2s with the, the three red attack on there because I'm still trying to get my... Yeah, well, get used to playing again, really, and uh, the the B2s in, spe- in specific. And then the AAT with the uh, seven-point upgrade pilot that lets him pass tokens like a trooper, which is fantastic. When you're taking up that much real estate and you're trying to get order chains going, 
it's a, it's a nice big zone of yeah you can do that yeah it basically adds one range band to it because the width of that tank is almost a range band. it was so good and then <laughs> targeted arrays so you, you always basically has a name to start with too but uh yeah but then i found out i've only got like eight, eight activations and i feel like <laughs> for the separatists that may not be very much no, I mean, well, once you guys get snipers or a cheaper commander. It's yeah, yeah, go, for sure. Know. Well, <laughs> cheaper commander. It's Dooku, buddy. <laughs> or Grievous, apparently. But anyways. Uh, yeah, but I've been kind of on an Iden boss kick, both on in real life. And, I saw you, yeah. yeah, post up some pictures to the Discord, or the, well, Discord and the uh, Facebook page for that stuff. Yeah, because they're, they're both fun. Shoot the heck out of everything that they yeah. look at, commanders. Uh, and, of course, Iden can drop to uh, operative if you want to run double operative. Because I run it alongside a, uh, a generic officer. Space Karen. Yeah. Space Karen. Space, yeah. yeah. She wants to speak to all the space managers. <laughs> but <laughs> since this was our yep. first time looking at the uh, kit for the AAT. Sorry, we're still talking about the AAT, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're old news. <laughs> Iden's been out for, I don't know. What did you think about building it? Oh, I liked it. So, yeah. I mean, I've admittedly not like the most... Uh, Excited about model building. I was actually I like surprised. Painting. Yeah, you like the painting. You hate the building. Yeah, the building is usually miserable. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised with the kit. It's it's a large kit. I mean, I'll be honest. It's I, a big model. Like, yeah. I don't get the I didn't get the scale before it was like right in front of us. Yeah, and seeing the the, the plate itself on the table because you were using the plate kind mm -hmm. of as a substitute right. before the model was built. So I was like, wow, I mean, that's a really big plate. And you're like, oh, yeah, look at this. And then you yeah. <laughs> show me yeah. The, the model. I'm like, yeah, I need to put that together right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I built it up in the, in the span of the time that I took you guys to play the game. Um, yeah. It fits together really nicely. Not a lot of mold lines. Uh, coming from, I've been building some GW stuff lately. And, man, it's a heck of a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it, for that much plastic. Yeah. <laughs> you forget and then you come back and you're like, oh, really? Because what, what, what would you think if you, that was a GW kit? A hundred bucks. hundred bucks? Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, the, right. new, the new Mechanicus vehicle or airplane that just came out, it's about the same size at hundred bucks. That being said, if anybody out there is from FFG Marketing, don't take our endorsement <laughs> <laughs> to jack the price up on the day. Oh, no. it's those Outriders. They did it to this. It's, it's their fault. No, but it was it was a pleasant pleasant model to build. Um, cool. I'm probably gonna end up painting for you, so yeah. I, I'm excited to paint it. I'm so excited when you come by and help record. <laughs> but uh, so the missions we did today, we wanted to do some of the new uh, scenarios. So we kind of stacked it, like, oh, yeah. it's gonna be interesting. We, we basically stacked it with just only the new, uh, yeah. only the new options. So what did we end up playing? We played today? Uh, Hemmed In, which is a very interesting deployment. Holy we found cow! It. Yeah. Um, with the supply drop, which I like to call loot drop. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loot crates, loot crates, yeah. um, and with the bomb cart payload uh, objective. So there was a there was a lot of stuff on the board just with those crates, the bomb carts, <laughs> all your droids. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I went, uh, I was red player on this, and I had basically division between the left and the right side, and I was like, well, droids don't want to be divided. I mean, yeah. I had HQ uplinks for those bad turns, but I was like, no, we're going to we're gonna try and murder ball this. And honestly, if it wasn't for the scenario, I think that was a pretty good plan on yeah, my part. So the, but the murder ball did murder. It did. Uh, we had some uh, hellacious dice. But basically, Daniel said uh, very wisely put, you know, my target point to be as far away as possible. And, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I feel like I moved as directly as I could, and we mathed it out kind of at the end of 
turn four and is like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it. And he had already gotten his cart there based on available terrain. Yeah, so so if you're a blue yeah. player on on payload, uh, hemmed in is amazing because you can literally start practically in the center of the board. Yeah. Yeah. So you doesn't matter where your opponent puts that destination for the payload. It, and it, I and I tried to get the cart as centrist as I could, but it was still off to the side. And yeah, I just couldn't get I mean, I, I would have gotten two points, but you had actually been able to touch and yeah, so that's a something to keep an keep an eye out for the fund is that that sort of deployment with that mission objective. One nice thing about that deployment though, unlike disarray, you can just put everyone in one corner. You don't have to split. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and that's what I ended up doing. And it worked out pretty well because, like I said, I had full, I think, yeah, all the turns we played, I didn't, I had one token in the bag once. Everything oh, else yeah. was pretty much deployed out. No, and that you, was you had perfect, you had perfect to, uh, token control. The entire yeah, game, yeah it was fantastic. <laughs> it was the best thing yeah. with the link targeting arrays and then all the droids being able to do exactly what I want them to do. And then Dooku getting into mixing up. I, I had a lot of fun with that game. So, uh, which yeah. was nice that you were able to win an objective because I was actually having a lot of fun taking your models off the table. Yeah, I had eleven activations, <laughs> but they were all you know mortars and snipers, and mm-hmm. you were able to kill an activation, kill one activation. Your dice were left. definitely not helping out oh, with your yeah, saves. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, the red dice, the red dice did forsake me <laughs> this game. Uh, one annoying thing with the bomb carts, though, I found those things hang front and back over the notches on the base. So it was yeah. really tricky to kind of... I didn't even know because I, I hadn't built mine yet. And you're like, oh, there's notches on there. I was like, oh, there is? You know, I had to go and redo mine because I, I was measuring from the edge that I could thought I felt underneath yeah, there. That, but... That's my only rule, Chris. And if those, yeah. maybe if they were a little taller off the base, and of course, I've only blue stuffed all my stuff together john you love flying bases what do you think <laughs> oh god oh, so much. <laughs> a little spindly flying base to put the bomb guard up on top of yeah. so you can get the uh, good measurements on it's hover platform yeah <laughs> so it snaps off it's, you yeah, to like, reattach uh, it. it's, it's mobile high ground <laughs> That's yeah, right but uh yeah yeah I, I thought it was a really fun game it, it's nice i'm still kind of i feel like i'm still coming back and rediscovering legion again especially now that i'm putting more time into the droids i know that was my goal coming out of lvo and then everything went on lockdown and so it, it's been nice uh, i got i don't know maybe maybe 15 games in with them so far including like 500 points and all that so we're, we're starting to finally figure things out and unfortunately Getting progress on like oh figuring out how the army moves uh, moves and works and all the things to look for and then it's like okay but it's gonna be three weeks till you get to play again or something like that mm. it's like oh, I've forgotten everything already so as somebody who was you know want to shoehorn in vehicles into their list even mm-hmm. when they weren't necessarily the most uh, you know efficient how do you feel about these run, running these AATs and uh, would you run two of them. Uh, you know, I was thinking real hard about that. It would depend on what kind of commander situation we got in for the cheap commander, uh, if and when that ever gets announced and released. Uh, I could definitely see, because I love to do pairs of like those big vehicles, like the ATSTs and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I would definitely consider it, because, man, that thing did some work. It did it's work, got that but... nice, high thing. I mean, it it proved that Bosk was not indeed cannon-proof. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I think yes. that was... I was just like little scaly feats left in the smoking crater yes, yes. there. 
what else do we get to shoot at? We, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, What's the kill count on the AAT? I want to put some stamps on the side. Can we do that, John? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you definitely killed Bosk in, in what I would call in, in, in lizard culture is called a dick move. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You just totally arsenaled him right off the Yeah, it was funny because that was kind of the hallmark of the game is I was getting like the exact amount of wounds through that I need to oh, uh, yes. finish no, things you've off. Gotten, you had... Four kills that were exact. Yeah, with exact with amounts. Aiden, Bosk, uh, a mortar, the mortar, and uh, and space Becky. And space Becky, that's yes, right. Karen. Yeah, we had a long bomb uh, barrage activation from the AET. It's like, hey, Karen, catch this <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good fun. I I feel like the way your uh, the board is set up, the the Star Tours board, because that's usually the one that we play on, because that's yours. Um, it might actually kind of favor, well, I mean, ATSTs as well, the tall vehicles, because you can yeah. kind of see over some of the things. You get maybe a little bit more line to set. I actually found that it was stuck between two, because of that big pie plate, yeah, it couldn't get over then. two buildings. So it was kind of, good thing I've got range four on this big gun here. So yeah. <laughs> no, That doesn't have repulsor, does it? Uh, it's repulsor ground. Oh, okay. It's a newer thing where it acts as a ground vehicle, uh, with the exception of terrain that, Specifically calls out repulsive. I'm glad you had that in mind because my brain did a stutter step yeah. there. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come up and I didn't think to look for it. But yeah, okay, yeah. good. That's good. But no, I like it a lot. I'm definitely going to play some more. Uh, I just got to find a way to get some more activations into my list. But otherwise, I really I mean, like the way it performed. Like I said, I had nice upgrades everywhere. Hopefully the commando droids and oh, arcs man, and all yeah. that aren't, aren't delayed too much because that will definitely help the, uh, the Separatists and the uh, Republic players. I need some more droids in my lives. Yeah, because arcs are just nasty. Their arcs are just ripping up Invader League right now. It's crazy. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. What about droids? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that did uh, Cassian uh, and K two SO those drop already too? Yes, alongside Iden. Okay, probably need to go get those. Yeah, mm, yeah. No, the, the models are beautiful on yeah. them. Yeah, I, I will say that's one thing that like FFGs definitely improved their uh, their models. Oh their yeah, they're getting they're much better, and they're still maintaining. I mean, it looks accurate to the movies, which I think is what a lot of people like. But you can always refine the details. They, I don't think it'll ever go quite as crazy as like GW, you know, Marines with tassels and and ribbons and stamps and everything everywhere. Yeah, well, anybody who's seen the 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 preview for what's in the box for the ninth edition oh they're, yeah they're going they're up. going a little bit over the top with it are they <laughs> it, oh, okay. it looks cool but i mean it's, it's they've not... got like full-on candelabras on their uh I mean, epaulets I, I, think, and... I think like the space marine captain has a full skeleton on his shield like actual <laughs> skeleton, an actual skeleton. Shield. yeah just strap him on that's that's shepherd book he's a, he's our friend he deserves <laughs> a place of molded into one piece or is that a bunch of stuff you gotta snip from spruce no, and stick you on you gotta there. build all 200 <laughs> they've, they've been going a lot more like like mono pose so I mean they're yeah intricate kits, but mm-hmm. they're they're not as dynamic. Um, it's all basically like one push fit type stuff for yeah, those kits. In that, yeah, in okay. so a lot of like the phase two. It's kind of funny 100%. that yeah, that's the direction that GW is going, where FFG is now going into more sprues and things like that, and options for poses. But I think that's if you get the individual like squad kits and all that, GW still has the sprues and all that. Yeah, but I mean, it's honestly there's there's something to be said for both different designs. Sure. You know, like sure. I do enjoy being able to pose my guys the way I want them. You know, mm-hmm. but GW does have some very dynamic poses, so yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. But anyways, it, yeah, you, you'll see that tank a lot more often, nice. Dan. You're going to have to bring the Wookiees out. Oh, yeah. 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 You, oh, you owe me a game. With the silhouette 
rules now. The Wookiees are a lot smaller of a target. So oh, actually really? helps so, so I don't so, get to have people shooting my like, my Wookiee leader whose sword is above his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we got to make sure we get you one of those. Hey, here you go. From Six Up Supply. There it is. Straight oh, from Keegan. There you go. Right. You can take that home. Don't lose that. I'll think of Keegan every time <laughs> yeah. I look at it. <laughs> Favorably, I hope. But anyways. Uh, any other... Uh, we need to play some more games with the uh, assets. Yeah, the one observation I had, and I was telling mm-hmm. you about, uh, is just the amount of plastic we have to bring now. For oh, objectives. that's a good point. So yeah, so, yeah, I hadn't considered that when we were setting up the ta- uh, the game. Dan was looking down at his tray and was just like, "This is a lot of plastic." It, it, explain yeah. what, what what we're talking so about. So it you know, we add, in this kit alone adds two hostages, six boxes, two uh, six more bombs. Two, two bomb carts on top of the boxes, evaporators. Uh, one of the new um, condition cards is, you know, fortified positions. So now you have to bring your barricades. You have to have the barricades. Have to have your well, barricade. I, mean, I mean, assuming you're, you're building your deck like that. Right. Yeah. So there is, I, I did the quick math. I counted about 36 pieces of oh, plastic wow. that you have to bring just purely for objectives before your army. If you're bringing everything. Now, of course, if you're going to an you event. You can fine tune those a little bit. You can yeah. prune out the stuff you're not bringing. Yeah, and if you happen not to be blue player, then you know if your opponent has something different, trust that your opponent has brought their supplies, which they're supposed to. If it's a competitive event, they would, yeah, they would have yeah. brought everything. So, but if you're you know, going to your local game night, your friendly game night, and you just want to bring everything with you, you're bringing a lot of objective pieces now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, it kind of snuck up on me. I didn't even think about it till you pointed out. I was like, "Holy crap! Yeah, yeah there's I mean, a lot of stuff." The, there's literally eleven individual crates. Between this <laughs> and priority supplies now. I mean, That's I guess you could do pretty... some double duty between them and just have like, unless oh, crates pull, is crates. Is, unless, you, well, unless you pull, yeah, supply, yeah. unless you pull, you know, recover supplies and supply drop, which I saw an Invader game of oh, that. Oh, which oh is just kind of, boxes yeah, everywhere. boxes everywhere. I like to call it like the like UPS truck crash. The, the, Amaz- yeah, the, the, the Amazon van just exploded <laughs> in the corner. We got terrain ideas for you, John. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I suppose you could probably just, you know, make one tray set aside for only your objective stuff. But they, you're right. When you're transporting stuff for a tournament or something, that's probably an extra shipment or extra, you know, thing you don't have to be responsible for. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking back to, like, my LVO tray setup moving between tables. It was, like, a small group of dudes, you know, a tank, an ATST, and then I had a couple of objectives. Not not too many, but it would definitely be a lot bigger this year. And that, that almost doubled the amount of, like, little little plastic pieces to bring. But, I mean, it's cool, though. I'm not saying this in a bad way. It's no, just something no, it's to just... consider. Because it's very nice having actual physical objectives that represent the object they're supposed to be, and you can tell at a glance what they are. Don't don't think we're coming down on them as no, like, and, oh, this is dumb. No, it's and, not. It's just kind of surprising. Yeah, and there's a couple objective pieces that still haven't had things produced for them like mines although if you can pick them no, up at six plus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we should charge him for a commercial time i guess uh, and and of course um other generic things like key positions objective markers as well so there there's potential there for just piles of plastic for objectives yeah uh so i mean it's fun uh, though someone like myself i run all my army in an ammo box and I'm actually very tight on space right now. Yeah, you might need to I'm, get like uh, some 50 cal ammo boxes or something. <laughs> get, move up from the 5.56. Five, yeah. Uh, but, anyways, um, anything, any other final notes on AATs, items, or Cassians, or um, I w- supplies? I definitely want to get a hostage game in yet. I haven't gotten one in yet. And I've yeah, we'll need to schedule that. Yeah, you're invited to the, the hostage game. 
John. Am I the hostage? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> You're invited to the hostage. So, yeah, this is like... the adult we captured on the uh, Jedi Hidden Temple run. So if you ever want to see your parents again, you oh. you pituitary freak. <laughs> uh, but then, I mean, we just but, have some Patreon. Yeah, news. Patreon news. So uh, it's it's all out there. We, we finally got them all out, including the international. We did not expect to spend as much on shipping those dice as we did. But anyways, they're on the way, so I hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, if anybody that is expecting a Patreon reward and doesn't get one within a couple of weeks, especially overseas, give yourself like, I don't know, four or six weeks or something like that. It can take a little while. We had some Australians in there and Canadians and and Britainers, Englanders. <laughs> English, yeah, I think that's what they're called. Yes. But uh, uh, thank you again, everybody, for the rewards. We actually stuck in the the next, uh, some of the um, corner. Deployment markers. Deployment markers, thank you. That was the word. Another piece of plastic to bring. Yeah, so (laughs) we combined shipment because it was so late getting those out based on, you know, world circumstances. But uh, thank you again to everybody that's on there. But I think that's pretty much it. John, dude. Thank you so much for coming out. Oh, hey, thanks for thanks for hosting me. I, oh man, I had a blast coming here, watching you guys play and chatting about the uh, the old game. We'll see when I get back into it. I'm yeah, sure. we're gonna get you dri- kicking and screaming, throwing you into the uh, carbonite yeah, freeze. You know how I am. I'm ADD. I'll I'll be, yeah. I'll be <laughs> back true. in another game. Give me two months, I'll find another game. And yeah. be back to this one. Yeah, but uh, thanks again, Dan. Uh, otherwise, we'll catch you next time, Outriders. Take care. This concludes the current episode of the Legion Outriders podcast. You may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is reckless. <laughs>